Hey there, Sister Catherine here at Touching the Sunrise Podcast, and I'm here with Jeanette for a conversation on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be having seven of these conversations, one podcast for each of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And today we're looking at the gift of understanding. And Jeanette, we're going to hand it over first to you. Well, thank you very much, Sister Catherine, and welcome everybody to the gift of understanding, which really does flow naturally, um, we think, as, as the second way of looking at these gifts. There's a, a, an incredible Catholic theologian called Karl Rahner. If you haven't read any of his work, do yourself a favor and read it. And one of the things that he said was, the Christian of the future will be a mystic or will not exist at all. And... I mean, that, that's, that's so tremendous, Sister Catherine, when I think about it. What he was talking about was that either people in the future will have this dynamic, immediate, and especially experiential relationship with God, or they won't have faith at all. Either faith will permeate everything in their lives, will affect ordinary awareness, will create new ways of living, and energize every dimension of life. Or it won't, which means it will be formulaic, it will be superficial, it will be empty. And that's what really leads us into this gift of understanding because the understanding isn't through our brains and it isn't through rote, it is through our hearts. I have a story I'd like to share connected with that, Jeanette. I remember in the 90s, I was stationed in San Diego and at the Easter Vigil Mass of that year, we were at the, the um, Basilica that was functioning, I believe, as a cathedral at the time. And it was, of course, uh, the Easter Vigil is a time when usually the catechumens are baptized, they're received into the church, and confirmed and received First Communion. And as a sister, I usually don't witness that in a convent. <laughs> right? So it was just a wonderful experience for me. And I was so moved when the choir began that Teze chant very softly, Veni Sancte Spiritus, over and over and over. It began very softly, very slowly, and gradually and gradually it became stronger and more powerful. And the priests who were celebrating the Easter Vigil Liturgy came around those who were going to be baptized. And I just had this powerful experience of, of the Holy Spirit being called down on these people. And also a powerful experience of, of the gift we have in the priesthood, that it is through the priests that we receive this, this sacrament of God's life and God's grace in baptism, confirmation, uh, Eucharist. I was so moved and I began to feel so warm and, and to weep. I was weeping these tears. And I remember this simple prayer of, oh my God, like I had never really grasped in that way the gift of baptism, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the power of the priesthood. Um, and so it's kind of a, a simple illustration in a sense of what you were saying about how faith needs to affect 
our ordinary awareness because for sure, for sure, I've read about it. I've read the catechism in the Catholic Church. I've studied about baptism and the Holy Spirit. But this energized all the dimensions of my life, as you were saying it. It created something new. It was a simple intuition. So the gift of understanding is infused in our souls with baptism, with sanctifying grace. And through it, our intellect, under the illuminating action of the Holy Spirit, grasps revealed truths with a penetrating and profound intuition. And I call that kind of the plus of the gift of understanding. It's a simple intuition of truth, almost like an infused contemplation. So mm -hmm. it's much more than I get it, or I believe it, or I've read it, and that makes sense to me. Our intellect on its own is really incapable of, of seizing the infinite. Yeah, it can repeat back um, for a test. It can believe. It can state. It can even argue with other people about whose truth is right. But it's not capable of seizing the infinite, even though it lives by faith. So the gift of understanding, in a way, surpasses our human way of comprehension, and it enlightens our intellect in a divine way. It's by the gift of understanding that we experience what is true. We grasp the divine mysteries with the understanding of the Spirit himself, not just what we can understand, but the understanding of the Spirit himself in a way that produces this profound effect in the soul. So I can tell you that story today with as much profound sense of being moved as it happened 20 years ago. And because it has changed me, it penetrated me very deeply. That's an amazingly moving story, sister. And I was, as I was listening to you talk about it, I could almost feel myself there with you. It, it's, it's interesting to me that, that we use the word understanding in a very cerebral intellectual sense. And yet this gift of understanding of the Holy Spirit really is through our hearts and through our experience. I want to share one story that comes to us from St. Anthony Maria Claret who believed in the immortality of the soul and the truth of the last things but by faith, but by the gift of understanding, instead of thinking about these beliefs, he would ecstatically repeat over and over and over, siempre, siempre, as if seized by the article of faith, as if it swept him up in it, as opposed to standing back and saying, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so of course, siempre means forever. Forever, exactly. Forever. forever. For always, forever, absolutely. And then I come back to some other, other people in the church. Pope Francis has said, when the Holy Spirit dwells in our hearts and enlightens our minds, he makes us grow day by day in the understanding of what the Lord has said and accomplished. And again, we can read scripture we can, quote unquote, understand in our heads the story of salvation. But what Pope Francis is saying, I think, is that with this gift of understanding from the Holy Spirit, we understand it at a deeper level. 
and we feel, in a sense, the enormity of what the Lord has said and what the enormity of what he's accomplished. Thomas Aquinas has said that our natural understanding is so finite that it needs a supernatural light to penetrate so we can see. And, and that really does take the understanding that we associate with our brains and kind of turns it on its head and says, yeah, you think you've got it, but once you get this gift, that this gift is like this incredibly big spotlight that's, that's showing you exactly what God is doing, what God has done. This kind of understanding is what helps us relate all truths to our own supernatural purpose so that everything that we experience in life, everything that we do and say and see and think is related to who we are as people of faith, as a community of faith. You can't separate them out. It also helps our understanding of, of sacred scripture. As you well know, sister, when you do Lexio Divina, you're not just reading the scripture, but you're, you're doing it with your whole being you're doing it in prayer you're doing it inviting the holy spirit to help you understand it and it also helps us understand the significance of religious ritual i think a lot of us grew up going to mass not always understanding why we do the things we do in the order in which we do them and have done for centuries and this gift helps us integrate our experiences and our love of God with the way that the community of faith celebrates the liturgy, celebrates its rituals. And all of that together um, is what gives us such a profound appreciation for God's providence, for what God has done for us, for what God gives us. Jesus told his disciples that he was going to send the Holy Spirit to help them understand everything he had taught them. He knows very well that we can't just read scripture and get it on the surface. He knows very well that we need help from within, from the Holy Spirit within us to understand. This kind of understanding is a grace. It's not, it's not from us. It's from God. And it awakens in us the ability to go beyond the outward appearance of reality and to probe the depths of the thoughts of God and his plan of salvation. It makes us one with God and incorporates us into God's plan and helps us see our place in the really bigger picture that's God's universe and not ours. Understanding allows us to see our limits, the limits of humanity, and the limits of our thinking, and then to see that God does not share those limits, that those limits are really us, and that he has so much more, and so much more to reveal to us, and so much, so a greater way of loving us than we can ever, quote unquote, understand. St. Thomas also stated, in this very life, when the eye of the spirit is purified by the gift of understanding, one can in a certain way see God. And that is remarkable because we think of seeing God, we think of eternity, we think of heaven. Right. Yet in that little story or in that story from St. Anthony Mary Claret, the eye of our spirit in some way is able to see God. It doesn't see the face of God, like the beatific vision, right. but it sees God present here. 
and it changes us. So when we have these tiny moments, and we all have had them at different times, we begin to see all things through the prism of faith, everything in our life almost guided by this divine instinct. So what, what I wanted to pick up on what, what you just said, sister, about all these little moments that sort of string together to give us a bigger picture, that, that um, the Holy Spirit gives us the gift of understanding, but not all at once. It's a little at a time so that we can build to this point where it clicks, where, you know, with, with, with St. Anthony Maria Claret, we can say, you know, simple, simple, to be always in it, to be forever in it, and to have this almost ecstasy of, of understanding that's beyond the understanding of our brain. And we can say, yes, now I do understand why God requires this of us, or why he asks us to do that, or why he allows something else to happen. You know, when we're talking about piety, sometimes it's difficult to, to understand why we do what we do. And it's piety that sort of says, all right, let's go through the steps and you will understand. And that's why we've got understanding now that piety has built this so that we've got this, this gift of understanding, which does so many things for us. It enables us to empathize with others. Otherwise, we would not understand what others are going through and be able to reach out to them. It helps us discern the ways of God in our everyday lives, which is so essential because it's so easy to lose track of faith sometimes in our day-to-day minutiae. It also inspires us to become better stewards of the gifts of creation, and it brings joy and even, even the most mysterious and difficult concepts can be comprehended. So we don't have to all be theologians. Through the gift of understanding, we get the concepts. We may not know the language and we may not be able to express it the way others can, but in our hearts, we get it. And sometimes it's the people who are not theologians. Um, right. Simple people who get it more because they're getting it through this gift of understanding. And we pray that all theologians have this gift also. So understanding then actually develops the gift of faith within us. So these moments that we experience this profound, almost deliciousness of the truths of the faith, we touch them in a really deeply sensitive way. It, it makes our, the gift of faith stronger the virtue of faith, stronger. So now my whole uh, belief in understanding of baptism, appreciation for baptism is different now and will forever be different after that experience of this tiny gift that the Holy Spirit in his mercy gave to me that night. All of us want this gift, right? And all of us, if we think back on our life, there probably have been moments. But as I often say, we, we run past the moments. We forget them. We almost have to make spiritual scrapbooks when we have these types of moments and put them in a journal that we keep um, so that we go back to them. We relive them. But, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to say that that... that tells that that just reminds me so much of 
just to, to add to that, a phrase out of Frederick Buechner, who's a, a Protestant theologian, but who said something about, we each have these moments, these glimpses of this thing, and this thing is what blinds the saints. So the saints are blinded by this vision, this light, this understanding, and we tend to just get them in little minute moments. But you're right, to be able to string those together and keep them um, fresh and, and beautiful will keep reinforcing that gift of understanding. An interesting image that I'm having connected with what you're saying is that on a night, if you're walking on a street um, and you see a car, you're on a country road way in the distance and you see the headlights of that car and you just cross the street and keep on walking, you saw the headlights of the car but they were tiny and they were small and you kept walking and you forgot them. And right. often that's our reality. Yes. But if you stopped and you said, hey, there's something coming my way that I really need and you walked toward the car and you let the car come closer to you, the lights would get bigger. And in effect, the lights would eventually blind you as right. you as you touch the front of that car um, and got into the car. That's not an, ex an exactly theologically correct image, I'm sure. But the point I'm trying to make is that they're tiny little moments because we keep walking. Right. And if we stopped and said, let me just sit in this moment. Let me go back. Ignatius, St. Ignatius says, go back over and over again to those those moments of spiritual consolation, as long as they're feeding you, God is still giving you something through them. So to go back to that moment of, of the Easter vigil or of the last things for Anthony Mary Claret or whatever those experiences of your own may have been, that, that's so important because if we stay there and if, we're, if God sees we're there, we're interested, we're available, and we want more, he will give us more. If we just walk on, it's like, okay, maybe I can run across her path in the future sometime. <laughs> like, right. You know, but there are two ways here, so we come closer to the end, that we can dispose ourselves with the help of grace for the activation of this gift of understanding. And the first is this. The Holy Spirit is the friend of recollection and solitude. It's mm -hmm. recollection and solitude that makes us stay with an experience, stay with a gift. So, so jealously preserve times of spiritual rest, times of intentional silence, or whatever you may create in your life that opens yourself up to something more. And in those times, invoke the Holy Spirit frequently for the gift of understanding. And second, to, to be faithful to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit and the movements of grace within. St. Francis of Assisi, I read somewhere, when he was overtaken with, with a movement of grace, with an inspiration from the Holy Spirit, even if he was walking with his brothers on the road, he would stop and he would tell them just to go on and he would stop still right there and just take it all in until it was over. 
and then he would run and catch up with them. So be faithful to, to uh, be sponges for the Holy Spirit, faithful to his inspirations and movement of grace. Avoid thoughts, words, and actions that might sadden the Holy Spirit. And in second, say yes to, to say, I agree with, I, I put all my energy and will behind every movement of the Holy Spirit so that gradually, as Jeanette was saying, gradually we grow in the spiritual life until we can say with Christ, I always do what pleases him. And that's really the goal that we want to reach. I always do what pleases him. Well, this gift of understanding, sister, is what helps us to grasp the meaning of the truths of our faith, not just hear them, but at some level know them. Through faith we believe, through the gift of understanding, we learn to value and appreciate the faith we profess. Understanding helps us to better grasp the inner meaning of revealed truths so that what we believe bears a witness in our life. And that's always sort of the bottom line is, does it show? Does it show what, what you've been given? Does that show in your life? And I just want to read a, a really um, brief passage um, uh, from the Gospel of Matthew, actually. But the seed sown on good earth, this is the one who hears the word and understands, who indeed bears fruit and produces a hundredfold or sixtyfold or thirtyfold. So in other words, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be. Yes, and bearing fruit is such a wonderful image when we have these gifts, these experiences of, of the Holy Spirit. So let us pray to the Holy Spirit for this gift for us all. Come, Spirit of understanding, Enlighten our minds that we may see more deeply into the truths we already believe by faith. Grant that we may one day come to see your eternal light and in the radiance of glory, have a clear vision of you and the Father and the Son. Amen. Amen. The old adage is, you are the friends you keep. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to the Touching the Sunrise Heartwork community. It's an intentional group of pilgrims on the way to our eternal homeland, where our citizenship already is in heaven. It is a place where you can ask your hard questions and walk with ever-growing strength to your heavenly homeland. In the Heartwork community, we live in this veil of tears with a bit of heaven in our hearts. We are all pilgrims on the way, but we don't need to walk alone. So if you have a hard question, I invite you to share it at pauline.org slash hard questions. I'll be posting answer to these questions every other week. Sometimes a shift in the way we're thinking comes about with just a word or an idea or an image that's spirit inspired just for you. Other times someone else's question sparks an insight of your own. It is all good. The Spirit knows the best way to reach each one of us. As always, you can find more support along the way at touchingthesunrise.com. You can find my group on Facebook, sign up for my bi-weekly letter, Touching the Sunrise, 
or participate in the Heartwork community. So I hope I see you around. May the spirit who has been poured out upon you flood your spirit with new and radiant dawn. God bless.